0: What's up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. What's happening?
1: What's up, Casey?
0: we got a special guest in the studio, (laughs) our buddy Justin that we've known for a long time. Um, I think we met probably playing baseball when we were like, what, nine years old and playing All-Stars. The good old days. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So I was in Chesapeake City. Yeah, he was the enemy back then.
2: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> enemies for sure enemies for sure yeah baseball basketball football yep. yeah yep.
0: yeah enemy turned friend so um why don't you introduce yourself and we'll get into it a little bit
2: yeah justin mees uh, i'm also from cecil county i uh, went to northeast high school with um and yeah enemy for sure um <laughs> an excellent baseball. Player. Yeah, <laughs> Not an excellent
1: athlete but an incredible baseball player oh well, thank
2: you yeah i remember
0: um so I played in Cecilton, but then all stars was Chesapeake City, yeah. and then yep. I remember you know we played like yep. Fosky was in Elkton, yeah, you, um, you know Mays and Ferga, and Northeast and Crockett, and all these guys, which was pretty cool because we ended up playing together. And then we played travel ball together, and then we just travel we just ball. dominated, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Legion ball, I think we probably have some kind of record for Legion. We went like fifty eight and two, yeah. Won uh, two state championships in Maryland uh, together, then went to Cecil together. Dude, we played a lot of baseball.
2: It's it was just crazy because back in high school, like literally, we hated each other. Yeah, <laughs> and like every time you would take the field against one another, you just like you knew which guys were really good on the other team, yep. and you just hated them even more. Yeah, yep. But now looking into you know like what we're what we're talking about with you know business, those people are now your those people are now your friends. You're yeah. hanging out with just all like all your, just like Rebo. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's like oh
1: man, that guy's guy's tough. But in, in our <laughs> in our language was we didn't like Rebo. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, yeah. But I love Remo. And then <laughs> even
2: even playing travel ball. Like we we hated each other during the school year in high school. Yeah. But then played summer ball together. Yeah. And loved each other on the same yeah. team. Yep. And then went back to high school and played against each other again. So yeah. it was that's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean that that competition though was like man, like I kind of missed that a little bit, you know? Yeah. And now
0: we get that through our business though. Like we were just kind of chatting before we started recording. Um for you, because you played baseball, take us through that a little bit, like your journey with baseball after, you know,
2: Northeast. Baseball after Northeast was, uh, I was all over the place. I went to Cecil um, for a year. I actually signed with Delaware out of high school. They told me my senior workload was too easy. Um, I took a bunch of peer tutor classes and gym classes my <laughs> senior year of high Didn't school. we all? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's like the point of your high school senior year. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I went to Cecil uh, for fall ball um, to show Delaware I was ready academically. Um, playing at Cecil, was scouted by Maryland and chose to go play with Maryland instead. Um, got hurt at Maryland and uh, lost my position to a senior, um, and said the heck with that. So I transferred out to Slippery Rock, played there <laughs> for a little bit, and then came back to Cecil, got my degree. Um, Tommy John surgery, arthroscopic on my shoulder. Jeez. Uh, Next door neighbor owned a paint company coming out of college and I worked for him for a little bit. Um, Worked for a a couple other paint companies after that and then went on my own and never looked back. Yeah and when was that?
1: When when, When did you go on your own?
2: It's probably been 11 years now so 24 which would have been what's that?
1: Well, 11 years
2: ago, it was 2012. Yeah, 2012 was yeah. about when I went on my own. That's awesome,
0: man. Yeah, I remember that. So I remember, actually, we played um, in the semi-pro league, yeah. I think, right about the time you were starting your company. That yeah. was like, yeah, a couple yeah. years after I graduated.
2: Yeah. And then you have a wife, and then you have kids, and then you stop playing the sport you love, yeah. and now it's time to start teaching the kids those things. Yeah. Um, it's a crazy circle of life. Yeah, isn't it is, yeah. man. A lot
0: of fun. We went to a Blue Rocks game yesterday, and just sitting there watching this game, I'm like, man, I miss it so
2: much. I <laughs> yeah. miss being out there.
1: We went to the Orioles game. I, I wasn't saying those things, yeah. but it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's
2: hard for me to get through a full nine inning game being there, yeah. like just wanting to be out there and be like, man, I would have done it different. I would have done this. It's just it's it's it takes a lot of respect for those guys that oh were able gosh. to get through college. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the college level, it was a full time job. Yeah, the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. I mean, it's baseball the whole time with a little sprinkle of academics sprinkled in there. Yeah, um, and for the ones to get through that healthy and able to make it to the majors, it's a whole different whole different respect for for those guys. Yeah, there's a huge gap too. Like
0: the Blue Rocks players, that's high A. Eh? That's a good level of baseball. Yeah, like pitchers sure. are bringing it. Like they're they're very good baseball players, but. There was things that I was watching throughout the game and I'm like, man, the gap between these guys and major league players is huge. Yeah. Like there was just just like boneheaded mistakes that were made that I'm like, man, you don't see that in a major league game. Right. Very very uh very very rare if you do. Like we had there was one ball hit to the left fielder and he comes in and like Slides trying to make a catch, the ball goes by him. I'm like, you can't do that. I'm like telling Danielle, I'm like, you can't as a corner outfielder, you can't slide for a ball and let it get by you. Like that's baseball 101, Um, which you don't see in the major leagues. But it was uh, it was cool to see. It was a beautiful day out there celebrating Mother's Day with yes. my mom was there and then also with Danielle. But um, like kind of going back to baseball and how that translates. Like now we get that competitive nature. I think through our our jobs. Yes, do you see that with your business and like. You know, talk a little bit about that, like replacing that competitive uh, edge and how maybe baseball translates to what you do now.
2: The competitive edge, I guess, in our industry really is um, your competition. Obviously, you're all bidding the same projects and you're all completing the same work for different people. So how are you going to keep yourself in business longer than the other person or how are you going to sell more jobs than the other, than the other companies? And it really comes down to quality. Um, quality of work that you're putting out, but also the team that you're building. And it's kind of like in baseball or any sport, you're building the right team to win the most amount of games you can. So it's the same thing in business. You're trying to, uh, you know, in our business, we we brought in the right sales guys. We brought in um, the right project managers and the right employees. And we're just building the right team and teaching everybody um, the qualities that that we would like to have um, for the longevity of the company and continue to grow in different aspects yeah. um, but it's it's still very competitive but like like we were saying before um, your your competition they're also your friends now yeah um, a lot of other paint companies we team up with and there's there's some projects that we're so busy that we'll bring in another company to help us help us out on things and we'll tackle them together um, whereas in, in, in baseball and other sports, you, they, you, they're your enemy. You're not calling them for anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just, a, it's a, it's a cool dynamic. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Never, never did I ever think that I would own a, own a construction company. Yeah. Um, after playing baseball, you know, throughout high school and college, I thought that's what I was going to do, but here we are and having a lot of fun with it and still being competitive in the same aspect.
0: Yeah. Why don't, um, can you share a little bit about like the scope of work that you guys do? Because you're you're you started as a painting company, but I know you've like grown, you've pivoted, you've done different things. Like, what's the scope of the work that you do now, and what areas you cover? Just yeah, bring so them out we, there, listening.
2: Yep, we started as a paint company about eleven years ago. Um, interior and exterior residential painting. Um, we travel anywhere from Cecil, Harford County, up into like the Hocassin area, Avondale, PA, and then down into. Newark, Middletown. Um, some of those customers will have beach houses, so we'll travel into Lewis, Rehoboth, even Ocean City. We just did a job last week in Ocean Pines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we kind of go within like an hour and a half, an hour and a half radius. Um, started as a paint company. Um, my dad, he actually runs our landscape and patio division, so we do paper patios and landscaping. And then we got into remodeling about four or five years ago. Um, so we're doing bathroom remodels, kitchen remodels, um, and decks. And that's so pretty much. What's the evolution of that look like? Like, right, you
1: started as a painting contractor, but now it sounds like you do almost everything. Yeah. Like how, so, does that, how does that
2: evolve? So uh, all businesses have their ups and downs um, and their, uh, their trials, I guess you could say. Um, in the course of the 11 years, I've merged uh, with three other companies. Okay. Um, and in those three merges, we've learned a lot along the way, but also learned that, again, it's all about who you're building your team with. And um, you have a couple meetings with these other companies and you, you, it feels like the right fit. So from going from a paint company to a remodel company was honestly what we tried to do first was team up with a company that did everything that we did not do. So nice. we tried that two times um, just you know, really good buddies of mine at the time. And, um, they did everything that we did not do. We had a couple of meetings and we, we tried it out. Um, so along the way, we learned everything that, you know, that they were, that they were offering and they learned everything that we were offering. Right. But as partners, it's very hard. Sometimes everybody has to be on the same page and everything has to be ironed out before you get into it. But even when you're in the middle of it, you still, uh, there's still some things you don't see eye to eye on. Um, and that's kind of when we went back off on our own and continued to run our own companies, which um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but along the way, we learned the remodel aspect, which brought us from going to strictly paint to remodel. Gotcha. Um, so we learned we learned all that, and then teaming up with um, a company called Flood Rescue mm-hmm. was another big thing for us. We were try, trying to figure out how to make yourself recession proof obviously COVID hit and it was like, Oh my God, what's going to happen. Um, and for us, it ended up a good thing. Um, you know, people were now working from home. Um, they weren't going on vacations. They were staring at their house more. Um, so they were using that money that maybe they would have used on a vacation to remodel their house. Um, so that's kind of the evolution, I guess, of MPC, how we went from paint to, to remodeling was the merging with other companies. Um, we learned a lot, both good and bad, mm-hmm. um, and then you know we've now used everything we've learned to to build the company that we that we are today. And NPC
1: Maze Painting and Contracting, correct? Okay, just
0: making sure, making sure everybody's uh, aware of uh, of the brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, what are some of the things? I think a lot of people, um, I know I see it in, in mortgages, Jason, in real estate. You probably see it with you, but people will get maybe a license, so they think like, "All right, so I just have to get my mortgage license, and then it's off to the races." The money starts rolling in, or I got my real estate license, or you know, I know how I know how to do the work, like of painting or contracting. I'm going to start a business, but there's a big gap there in people that know or have a license or know how to do a job, and people that are successful in creating a company. Like, what are some of the things that you would say separate? And what you've learned over the past 11 years that's made you successful where other people kind of fall short.
2: So in the beginning, uh, it was more of a job. I created a job for myself Mm -hmm. and it was out painting me and a buddy. Mm -hmm. Um, When you want to create a business, again, you're you're trying to pull in the right people to grow a team. But you really need to sit down and say, how big do I want to go? Um, And how big you want to go depends on how many people you need to bring in to help you get there. Um, but the, the key thing is the hours that you're going to put in, um, the early mornings being up at 435 AM, um, really brainstorming and, um, it's the hours. <laughs> um, you have, yeah, you're, it. you, like you said before, you quit your nine to five and you think it's going to be easy. You got this great business idea and it, it is great in the long run, but it takes it takes so much freaking time. (laughs) A lot of sacrifice, especially in the early years. Yeah. Yep. And you, you, you learn, you learn so much by failing. Mm -hmm. I failed so many times on so many different aspects of this, but you learn from it and you pick yourself up and you get stronger from it. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it does take a lot of time. Um, a lot of planning, a lot of organization, communicating, Mm -hmm. um, really getting your name out there, networking, um, with what we're doing here, yeah, yeah. Um, leaning on other people that have businesses to make introductions and um, helping other people out, and they help you out. It's a, it's it's just a lot of work, a lot of time, but it can be uh, it can be very good in the end.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people definitely do underestimate the amount of effort it's going to take, the amount of failure you're going to have to go through. Yeah, um, like I remember my first day on the job as a mortgage guy. Like they they had a stack of papers like this big. And they handed them to me, and I'm like, so what do I what do I do with these? They're like, well, you call them. And I'm like, what if they answer? <laughs> they yeah. said, you sell them a mortgage. Like, that's yeah. how this works. You And then you get paid if you sell them a mortgage. And I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting this. I thought I'd get my license. You know, I roll in, you know, get a nice car, all that stuff. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Um,
2: yeah, sacrifice for sure. Yeah. yeah. Especially and, when you have a family and you have kids, and you don't want to miss their after-school activities. I have two girls, three and nine. And now they're into sports, and they're into gymnastics, and they're into. My three-year-old started basketball. Can you imagine three-year-olds running up and down the court? <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, and it's so with all that sacrifice. I mean, I
1: know it's got to be important for you to have a supportive group, like personally around you, like yes. your, your family, yes. like for for them to support you while you're trying to build that is has got to be a huge
2: part of the equation huge part and i can't thank my wife enough for understanding Um, she's actually part of the business and she does all the all the back end stuff um, along with raising the kids Uh, she's had uh, riley our youngest at home with her for a while Um, she's now in daycare but before she was she was raising a child at home every day plus answering phones plus um, you know everything so having a supportive family is 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 everything? Yeah, um, and I thank God for Krista every day. Yeah. Um, she she really understands, and she she understands that you know there's sometimes at six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, we're in the middle of dinner, and I get a phone call from a customer that you know could be whatever it is, but I have to answer the phone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's that part of it too that they they have to be understanding that when you own a business, unfortunately, it's like a twenty four seven thing. Like yeah. you, you're kind of on call all the time. Um, and to be understanding with that, it was hard in the beginning, but she also understands that like, this is our livelihood and in order to run a good business with a great reputation, these are the things that you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I think, I mean, like without that aspect of it, I just think you're, you're going to be so limited. You know, if you can't, if you don't have that flexibility to take the calls on the weekends, nights and step away from Dinner with the family, like that—that's not easy, you know. Not yeah. The same. But, and
1: it's all about what what your end goal is, right? As, yeah. as a business owner, as a mortgage professional, as a real estate agent, right? If I want to be an average real estate agent, then I might have to do all those things, yeah. right? But if I want to be the best real estate agent, yeah. if I want you know to build an empire per se, then yeah. those things are uh, you have to do those yes, yeah. yeah. right? So I think I think it's all relative. If you want to be average, at, which, which is not what we want to do, yeah, then. Maybe you don't take those calls, but if you want to go to the next level, there's just a next level of business that you have to do.
2: Yep. It does help that the family is in the business. Like my wife, she does what she does behind the scenes. My mom, if you call the office line, 302-388-1747. <laughs> That's um, <how> <laughs> if you call the office line, my mom, Pam, she answers the phone. She does the scheduling. Um, again, my dad, he runs the patio and landscape division, so... Uh, because we're family owned, everybody's like really we're into on the, the same business. Page. They're on the same page. They understand this is, it's a it's a family business. It's not somebody that you're hiring off of Indeed mm-hmm. that may not, they may just look of it, you know, as a, a job. I'm here for 40 hours a week and that's it. Yep. So if the phone rings on a Saturday, my mom's going to answer. Or she's going to call you back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a different dynamic by having again the right people. Even our lead sales guy, Joe, um, we went to school together. He's been, A childhood friend Um, so a lot of the guys that work with us we're all friends and we just have we just share that same dynamic to keep pushing the company to higher levels it's pretty cool yeah we've talked about before the
0: um, I guess you call it like the dichotomy of you get uh, the freedom from being self-employed or having your business because there is a level of freedom to it in that you don't (laughs) there um, is (laughs) right like like what you said like being at your kids uh, like basketball games and stuff like you don't miss that stuff right yeah Correct. You make sure you're there. For Correct. And so that's
2: you... that's one of the things that that I told myself and my wife that I would never miss any of their after school stuff, and I to this day have not. Yeah. Because of that, um, there are times where I I do have to you know turn down a family a family event because of it, but for the most part you do have you do have the freedom. Yeah. Um, but I will say we've probably canceled six vacations in the last two years yeah. because of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there, yeah, there's a yeah. It's a weird <laughs> thing, right? Like, but again, being on the same page is yes. like, so important
1: in yes. that. And your wife has a look into the, every aspect of the business cause she's a part
0: of it. Yeah. Right. So you're not having that conversation with somebody who doesn't have all the information. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So you get the freedom, you give up the hours and you give up like, It's just a weird, it's a weird dynamic because I feel the same way. Like I have the freedom to be at my kid's T-ball every, every game, but I might miss dinners with the family three nights a week. But it's like freedom of
1: choice, right? It's
0: like, you know, freedom where you're
1: still working for customers and doing all these things, but if you're not saying that Justin's going to do this, we'll just put it as in in my, (laughs) in my situation. If there was a client that came to me and I just felt like it wasn't a good fit or wasn't going to work, whatever the case may be, I can, I, I can make that choice to you know, say, this might be a better fit with another agent in the office or someone yeah. else. You know what I mean? So you, while you are busy and working nonstop, you still have that freedom of choice yes. in most aspects of your yes. life. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Whereas and if it, you're working for somebody else, it's not necessarily the case.
2: Yeah. And again, with the whole competition thing we, we, we talked about earlier, um, in this business, there's... I don't look at it as competition. There's jobs where um, the front door, um, the front door is rotted out, and we're going to replace the trim. Well, we pull the trim off the door and realize it's all rotted behind it, the framing. Well, I'm going to call one of my buddies that does exterior work, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to give them the referral. Right. So the whole competition, it doesn't really it, 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 it doesn't, helps one. You guys
1: help one another. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more collaborative. I mean, there is a competition aspect to it. Yeah, but. It can absolutely be collaborative. I, have to, I feel that way in, in our business too. Yeah,
0: I do too. And I think the people that, if you look at it like it's you versus everybody, you're not really going to make it that far in any kind of business. Mm-hmm. Because you do need, you know, you need a solid, like, I'll say network. You know, you need people to pick up the ball if it's something you can't get into. And you want to have strength behind that referral. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it does take you know, a collaborative effort. We do it in in the mortgage space. Somebody will come to me for a product, like even um, you, Justin, in the past, like a product that we just, we're not the strongest on this. And I'll tell customers that like, hey, there might be a better option out there. Here's somebody that I trust or that I've worked with before or that, you know, I, I know does a good job and they can handle your needs better than I can for the specific thing. So, you yep. know, I think that's important. Um, I wanted to touch on something else too, that like the idea of mentorship. So, you, you get into business, right, anybody, and they kind of, like, you, you, you start working, you start failing, you start realizing things, learning, you go through this process, but at some point, too, you brought on, like, a mentorship, or you, um, right, can you talk about that, or you, you went to a conference or something where you started learning about a different way to do business and kind of scale?
2: There was, uh, there was an online class that I signed up for called Painting Business Pro, Okay. And it taught me how to build a paint company and grow and expand. When you got to that point where you're stuck at a standstill, where like you said before, you had built a
0: job for yourself. Yes. You were body painting, and you kind of like you took that as far as you can, which is you only have so many hours a day to paint. Correct. And then you were like, I want to take it to the next level. So you um, sought out, you know, mentorship. You sought out this program. So talk about like what that did for you, and like maybe the shift in mindset that it gave you.
2: The shift of mindset is exactly what it did. It, yeah. t- it taught me a new way of really doing business from, from start to finish. I still use some of the, the things that I had already implemented, um, but it was just a whole different way of looking at something that I would have never thought of if I hadn't signed up for that. Um, and honestly, um, here lately, Jason Stanley um, with – Sundance homes shout out shout out, Jason (laughs) him and I are really good friends now Um, we golf together every Wednesday we play league together and um, and he doesn't know it but he's my mentor I look up to him yeah Um, he's been doing this for a really long time now Mm -hmm. Um, and he's grown multiple multiple locations and that's something that I'm looking to do is bring on a beach location that we're looking to do within the next year or two but he's been through it all. He was here in the recession of what 2008, so, maybe. Yeah, was, yeah. he went through all that. Um, I've never really been through a recession. I, I think we're in one right now. Is what I'm is what I'm kind of hearing. Yeah, I think um, so. But he's he's kind of my mentor, whether he knows it or not. Yeah. Um, I pick his brain, and some people would think we're competition because he does bathrooms and kitchens, and so do we. But I do some paint work for him and I throw him all of my roofs and siding and windows. Mm-hmm. Um, so mentorship is huge to link arms with somebody that one you get along with, but two um, is maybe not necessarily older but more experienced mm-hmm. um, and kind of, you know, link arms with that person and help grow together. Yeah, and I think the best way
1: to get to where you want to go is to find somebody who's already there. Yeah. And talk to that person and learn from that person. Yes, And I know that's one hundred that I haven't done as well as like i think about it all the time but for me it's it's actually that's actually like a fearful process for me yeah but i think it's absolutely the best way to do it you can read books all day long um but if jason stanley has a great company and you want you look up to that company and you want you look up to him
0: a better way to find out how
1: he got there than to spend time with him yeah i mean
0: that's awesome yeah, I agree. And I think that's um, you know, that was my experience too in the mortgage business was, you know, I got into business with my brother and, you know, his friends that were all partners. And I'm like, I want to sit next to this guy. I want to hear what he's saying, mm-hmm. when he says it, how he says it. I'll say it the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so if you listen to me and um and like Bo, I sat next to him my first year in the business and honestly for the last five years, like I was always within earshot. So I would hear what he was saying when he would say it and and you know, how he addressed people and all these things, dude, I'm yeah. like a sponge. I'm like, I just want that because he's successful. I want to yeah. be successful. Yeah. So I think, you know, you can't underestimate the power of having a mentor. Um, and it's not always free. I think, you know, like as you get a little bit more credibility yourself, you probably do have access to people like Jason's willing to sit down and talk to you because he right. knows you and your character and that you're legitimate. But, you know, if you were like just day one in your company, you probably don't have access to somebody like Jason who's yeah. willing to just share yeah. stuff with you and you might have to pay for it. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah. And speaking of paying for it, it's so like what at
1: that time that you took that paint class or whatever, was that, you don't have to tell me what the dollar amount was, but was that like an investment? Like, man, like I, spending yeah. this money is kind of scary. Yeah, for sure. But, but, it, but you'd say it paid off. But it paid off.
2: Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. There's in, in business, definitely it takes money to make money. Um, And you have to take risks in some things where, and again, having that partner or spouse or, you know, person next to you that's like, you should do that. You need to do this Um, because you hear it all the time that you need to spend money to make money and you need to learn things to grow. Um, And yes, sometimes there's a big dollar that's connected with these things. But if you're serious about it and you want to go to the next level, it's definitely worth reinvesting in yourself. Investing in yourself. Yep. Yep. 100%. Yeah, I I think it's so
0: funny because I look at the amount of money that I spent in college. I'm like, now, I have a degree. I I have a degree, a four-year college degree in general studies because that was the quickest way to get out of there and get that piece of paper. And the amount of money I spent on that and time I invested. And then when I got out, I didn't have this mentality. When I first got out, I didn't have the mentality of investing in myself and experience, like It was like, all right, well, I'm I'm done investing in myself. I'm done learning. I'm done reading books. Now it's time to work for the rest of my life. Yeah, and it was like that was the dumbest thing I could have (laughs) done. Yeah, like I should. That's like when you need to pour it on and start investing and start learning because at this point, like anything that you you learn at this point, it really is definitely going to translate, right? Like whereas in college, yeah, you spend a lot of money, you learn a lot of things, but. You don't really use a lot of those things in your life yeah, and no. career. Yeah. Now it's like if you invest in a course like this, maybe it's one thing that you pick up, but you can use that now for the rest of your career. Yep, it's going to be very applicable. Um, you know, the money that you spend is like it's just it's just way more. Um, it's going to help you a lot more than a college degree. So, not telling anyone out there not to go to college. And yeah, spend we, the we may have an episode on that. At one point. <laughs> Yeah, but I just think it's so
1: crazy how. But, you, yeah, I just think it's it's. Been we uh, we've been told for so long, and I don't think college is, is a bad thing. I don't, but I just think that there are better returns on your investment out there.
2: And I think we've all seen. Yeah, that. I don't regret college whatsoever. But three colleges in four years, and all for general studies and owning paint business is, uh, yeah, it's yeah. definitely four years. I don't want to say down the drain, but it was a lot of money that was that was put out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the just the mindset shift of I don't know. I think it's just a lot of conditioning that we get growing up and in school. Yeah, and I think we, it's important to make a distinction that we all value education.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. and we all have degrees. It's not like right. We're, yeah, I know. Blessing's got a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. You said what three schools in four years? I think I went to five and five. <laughs> yeah, and but I think it's just the way that you get that education, the way that you know it's structured is is more important. Than I think. A lot of people are waking up to the fact that maybe college is the best option, yeah. depending on what you want to do. Mm-hmm.
2: And even in the trades, there's not a lot of kids out there that, like, really want to get into the trades, but it's such a huge, there's such a huge demand for it. Oh, my gosh, it. yeah, you yeah. could speak for that. For yeah, sure. huge demand
0: for it. Yeah, and, I mean, the other thing is you can go get experience. So, like, and this is just me personally, but with my kids, I'm not going to, Force them to go to college if they want to. Great, I'll support them. I'll probably end up paying for it. But um, if they want to do something like if they have interest in, I'll just use carpentry as an example. Like I'm gonna have them go work for you, maybe if you're a carpenter. <laughs> but like for somebody that is actually in the trade, they can yeah. learn the business. They can learn how to actually do the job, um, and really look at that experience as a way to you know turn around and, and have your company one day. Yeah. Versus. College, you go there, you get a degree in whatever you get a degree in. None of us did anything super specialized, and we're certainly not working in that field. Yeah. Um, but I think that experience in, like, business would have been huge, in sales, in marketing, yep. whatever. Get, take it. You can learn more probably in an internship working for a company. Yeah. In, you know, six months or whatever than you can in um, years of classes about yeah, marketing. And there really are some great programs around
1: here. I know we talked to... Uh, our friend Susan Knight, mm-hmm. um, and we'll have her on here at some point about what they're doing in the 4-H program, which is learning by doing. And I mean,
0: yeah, it's, it was awesome. Huge. Yeah, I, I think there's tons of
1: great programs around here for uh, for kids that are looking to really dive into all sorts of things. Yeah, that learning by doing is a, is a huge aspect of it. Yes, for I mean, and everybody learns differently. Yeah, right. But for me, I need to do things. That's how I retain information. That's how I learn best.
2: Yeah
0: yeah absolutely um what else you guys want to talk about <laughs> we talked about building a team how important that is to be yeah. surrounded by people yeah mentorship and investing in yourself you know some things that separated you and your business and and things you learned along the way yeah I think we did a good job of touching on how you know you can
1: um, evolve and uh, you know just like life ups and downs right Remo really yeah. really talked about it well, we had him on about how, you know, the path is here. And as long as you don't deviate too far, you know, then uh, you, know, you, you, you can uh, you can turn out a great success. Yeah.
0: I know, um, I would love to hear what, you know, your vision is for the future. Because I know you're a visionary and you um, you have a brain that works very like very entrepreneurial. I don't know if you see that in yourself, but I definitely see it in you where you I do have time. a big vision. Um, you're not scared to take action. You move quickly on things. You're not scared to pivot and change directions. I think some people get stuck on I think that's a good good something
1: to talk about if you have a
0: minute. Yeah, we definitely have a minute. We have plenty of time. But as
1: far as making a decision and kind of like not overanalyzing it.
2: Yeah. What are your (laughs) thoughts on that? Because my my wife may beg to differ. (laughs) Um, I am very... I'm better at it now, but in the past I would make a decision and then overanalyze and regret the decision kind I like made. buyer's remorse thing. Yes, we've done that multiple times. <laughs> we've, we've, uh, we've got close to settlement <laughs> multiple times and I made the decision to back out because of X, Y, and Z. Um, but yes, uh, vision, honestly, is getting more into investments, mm-hmm. um, getting into the whole real estate yeah, thing. Do you own any rental properties now? We did. We just got our first rental property. Um, it's been about a month and a half now down in Ocean City. Okay. Um, it's actually rented out through the whole summer. Nice. Um, awesome. So it was a good experience. We owned a place in Bayberry a Townhome, and while our new house was being built, we kept that one, and we rented that out for a while, and then we sold it at the peak of the market when everything was happening COVID, and we got really lucky on that. Um, but that's definitely what I'd like to get more into now is um, the rentals and the investments, mm-hmm. um, especially having two good experiences. I know I've heard horror stories mm-hmm. about it, um, so it's definitely a risk. Um, but if you're able to stay on top of things, I think, um, I mean, everything's going to be a risk. It's just how you manage it. Yeah. Um, and also being in the field that I'm in, if something does happen, it's quick for me to you know get some guys together and go fix whatever needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, it was just having that, capital up front to be able to put that all in your first investment. But then at that point, at least from what I hear, (laughs) um, we'll we'll check back. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yes, that's, that's our end goal as far as, um, as far as personally, but with the business, honestly, we're at a really good spot right now. Um, I don't think we want to grow anymore. Um, We've tried to grow before more than what we are right now. Um, Last year, this time of year, we were running nine to 10 paint jobs a day. Uh, right now we're at like four to six um per day. Um it just came with more headache, more people, more um if you know especially with scheduling mm-hmm. exteriors. Um uh, well if it rains for two weeks, what do you do? Yeah. you gotta call customers and move your whole schedule around and now you got unhappy customers and it was it was just a it's a it's a whole thing. So we're really happy where we're at with running a couple of remodels at a time, a couple paint jobs. Um, so as far as MPC goes, I think we're we're at a good spot, and i I don't think I want to I don't think I want to grow. We've we've merged with three companies before; it didn't work out the way we anticipated, um, and we're just in a really good spot. So I think MPC is going to stay the way the way it is. Um, we have all the right people, and it's a, it's a good environment. Um, but I think our next thing is going to get you know into more investments. Yeah.
0: Yep. Real quick, could you talk about? Um, you know, the, because I know you, you have changed directions, right? But that's all part of it. But I think, you know, the taking action on something like and moving quickly towards it, that's, I think a lot of people get stuck either right there or when they make a decision, they're like, I got to live with this forever. And they're, they're scared to change their mind. Like, yeah, but that's part of the, the process. Yep. Yeah. Changing your mind, I think is, is a strength.
2: And living in, living in regret is not, is not fun yeah um, so try it so try it yeah it's 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 just living and learning yeah um, you don't know you know you, I, you don't know until you try it and when you're in it if it doesn't feel right it's probably not right yeah um, like with the merges I, I, I put my all into it for those you know a couple months for each of them and it just it just didn't feel right mm-hmm. um, and then and, and you'll know. Yeah. But then you try you try something else. But I, you only live once, and if there's something you really want to do or something you really want to try, like investments, go for it. Figure it out. Talk to you guys mm-hmm. about how to make it happen, and go for it. And worst case, you sell it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah,
0: that's one good thing about real estate. You know, like, like I've heard horror stories too. Um, I've never had that experience personally. We have a rental that we've had for a while. I've done other investments in real estate. I mean... I also think
1: it's important to pay attention to who you're hearing the horror stories from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because is it somebody who has
0: investment properties and has done it? Or is right. it somebody who... Somebody <laughs> tried. told them that it was scary. Yeah, right. Or they tried
1: one and they had a bad experience and that was it. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it's pretty rare that you're going to talk to somebody who's
0: got 40, 50,
1: 60 around properties that tells you not to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. And the good thing about real estate is that once you have it, you have it. You know, if we look back historically, it's gonna go up in value. Yeah, we had a major setback in 2007, 2008 where property values plummeted and people weren't able to just sell them. But I don't see that coming this time around, just my personal opinion. Like I don't think we're having some big crash like we had before. That was a completely different set of problems that brought that on that we're not having now. Demand is very high. So I just see values continuing to go up and um, as interest rates are, projected to go down the rest of this year, I think it's going to create more demand in the market. And I think it's going to drive prices higher. So, which also drives rents higher. Oh yeah. So I think like now is a you know, people say that they're, a lot of people are apprehensive right now because rates are high, property values are high, but like we never know where we are in that curve until you wait another five or 10 years and you look back. Yeah. So we might not be at the peak like everyone thinks. We might be at we might
2: be at a little level spot where it's about to shoot up. Yeah, I was playing golf with a guy the other day, and he said he was gonna buy a condo. It might have been like five years ago, and it was like two hundred fifty thousand oceanfront, two bedroom, two bath, or you know whatever it was. And he's like, Yeah, that same place just sold for like five like, fifty. Just <laughs> yeah. kicking myself in the butt. Yeah, yeah. And who knows, that same place that sold for five fifty in another two years, maybe seven fifty. You know, yeah. It's it's just if if you if you want to do it and you're able to do it, go for it now, don't regret it. I love it.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think that's a great uh, a great kind of way to wrap up too I do is too. you know, you have um a you know, successful business dude and kudos to you because you've built yeah. something that like right. a lot of people never get to the point where you are with that. So it's awesome to see. I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah. if I could be proud of you as a friend. Um, definitely and as a Braves fan. Yeah. 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 Casey's a Phillies fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't <throw> that in. <laughs> but um, yeah. you know, the fact now that you're able to kind of use that and start leveraging that into what you want to do with real estate is awesome. Yeah. And I think that's like a a very natural progression that um just excited to see where you take it, man. Cause yeah. I think with your with your vision it's gonna be it's gonna be big. So,
2: so I appreciate that. Yeah, bro. Thanks, thanks for, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me today. This is awesome. And two two longtime friends and, <laughs> yes, and right. longtime enemies now friends. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so um, what's
0: the easiest way for people to get a hold of you? If they need any kind of work done, painting, contracting, patio, landscape, garage, floor painted, you guys yep. do it all.
2: Yeah, yep. Uh, you can hop on our website at www.mpcpaints.com um, or give us a call at 44 I'm sorry, 302. Yeah. Three eight eight one seven four seven to the schedule an estimate.
0: Yep. I'll say too. Um, for anybody out there that's in business, um, follow Justin and his pages because he does a really, you do a really good job with social media. Yeah, I think people can definitely just by following you, they can learn kind of how you you promote a lot, communicates well, and you communicate well and you show your family.
2: I will say for anybody that's getting in business, um, Facebook has been our main thing ever since we got started. It's free advertising, um, and that turns into word of mouth and then referrals from those customers. And it just keeps going. But Facebook has been huge for us because you post all your before and afters on there Mm -hmm. and people, people share it. They share it to their friends who you're not friends with, but now it's reaching more and more people. And so yeah, Facebook, I highly recommend for, you know, people get started in business.
0: And like you said, completely free. So like this isn't running paid ads and this isn't, um, you know, all the stuff that, again, horror stories that you might hear from people. This is literally, you're using your personal Facebook yep. page. You're posting pictures constantly of the jobs you guys are doing. Yep. That creates word of mouth, creates a brand awareness. Yep. It's all just being intentional with it and you're doing it consistently.
2: Yep. I will give a shout out to Carl Pace with the DMI Group. Well, we just started using him a little over a year ago. Um, and he does digital marketing and networking. Um and he's he's also expanded our, you know, doing twenty five to thirty estimates a week. He's he's really helped with that. Wow! Um, but the DMI group, they they do advertise for you if you're in if you're in that rut. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a guy to get creative and reach people that you could not reach by yourself. Awesome. All right, man. Well, we appreciate
0: you. This was fun. Yeah. Uh, heck hey, we yeah. Can get it posted and out there and shared, and um and get some feedback from anybody listening. Like if you guys um. Well, what if you know Justin? Drop us a line because Justin knows everybody. Justin <laughs> knows. Everybody. <laughs> if you don't know him, you do now. <laughs> and um, yeah, just looking forward to getting this out there and uh, spread the word, man. To hopefully, maybe we give somebody confidence today. That's like, hey, I've been doing this work for this company, and I know how to do it, but I just I'm scared to start a business, or I don't know where to begin, or I don't know what what to expect. You know, maybe we give them the confidence today to to take that jump or buy your first investment property. So appreciate you guys listening. Give us a like, share, comment, subscribe. Whatever it is that you're on, click the button, reach out to us. And uh, until next time, we appreciate you.
1: See you all. See you.